In case you missed it, catch Dextra in action at this year's Recruitment Technology Showcase. Great, so we're, we're nearly one, uh, one o'clock. Um, thank you for joining us uh, again this afternoon. Um, just want to say before we get started how uh, amazing this event has been so far, um, not only from our perspective, but also to see um, a lot of the other software suppliers and, and the value they bring to our customers. And um, like I say, there's a lot of synergy between uh, platforms. Um, but here, uh, again, apologies uh, for this morning's session. We didn't quite get the, uh, the cameras working okay, but we've got that sorted this afternoon. Um, so um, if we could just get started, um, we should be able to minimize our, our videos now. So this afternoon, we're gonna really repeat the, the same content uh, this morning. Um, but really to, to, to talk about how Datstra can help you uh, uh, maximize the value um, of your, your CRM, your database and your candidate information, no matter how the data is in there, um, and also help you source the best candidates across multiple platforms. Uh, my name is Adrian Farthing. I've worked for uh, CRM companies in the past, about 20 years experience working for recruitment technology companies, um, and specifically helping recruitment uh, uh, companies large and small get the most value out of their database. So I'm going to be spending about five or six minutes just talking about the, some of the challenges that hinders us as recruiters from sourcing or putting together a really good strong shortlist and Dave will be um, uh, spending a bit more time looking at our, our Daxtra uh, search, our Daxtra capture product which is our multilingual CV parsing solution and our Starling solution to help uh, save time uh, before presenting candidate profiles to your your customers we've seen some other great tools that helps you do that as well um so very high level daxtra numbers look we've been uh working in the recruitment technology sector for over 18 18 years that we've seen some really tough times two previous recessions uh come out of that strong we understand this is a uh you know tough time for for agencies at the moment um but the great thing about daxtra is that we understand your your candidates and how your candidates describe themselves um and we're actually doing that for um, over two and a half thousand customers. What that means is that we're able to look at CV profile and get all that um, uh, understanding what the key uh, uh, job types and skills and qualifications are from the candidates. But we're doing that for over 100 million CVs every single month um, in 40 different languages. And because we've got this vast um, learning going on in the background in terms of um, yeah, understanding uh, context of uh, how the candidates, but also uh, the various synonyms of how the candidates uh, write about themselves. We've built a search and match uh, tool, um, which is a semantic search and match tool to help you source candidates um, really, really effectively. And that's what we're going to today. Um, so if you are uh, here today, you're using one of these CRMs um, or, or perhaps another ATS CRM, um, and you're probably using these tools to help you win new customers, service your accounts, and they're great for your sales and recruitment process as well. Um, but of course, um, these, these uh, ATS CRM partners will, of course, have uh, ways that you can search candidates and, and, and find them in the database. Of course, they have um, ways to manage data and get data in the database. Um, but essentially what we're dealing with, um, we hear a lot of the time from our, our customers is that, um, uh, you know, recruiters do struggle um, and they're often weighed down the, the amount of data and the amount of information in the process and they just want to have better conversations. 
So if you think about um, the process, I've got a I've got a job spec from from your customers. You want to start building a really strong shortlist, but there are things that hinder us in the process. Um, and I was speaking to a customer the other day, and the the, the when they're considering putting a strong shortlist together, they want to get about twenty five percent of from from different areas. So twenty five percent from uh, their their personal network or referrals, twenty five percent of candidates that they've sourced from the database, perhaps twenty five percent of candidates um, that you're, uh, you, you've found on job boards that are active and available, um, and also from job adverts as well, 25% from there. So an even spread, so thinking about roughly about sort of 20, a shortlist of about 20 uh, candidates, and if you have got get a good strong uh, uh, pipeline of uh, candidates on that shortlist, you can have a better part, a chance of um, uh, making a good, a good placement. But what hinders us um, often uh, the most is actually sourcing from the database. And when you're running a search, often there's just be too much data to manage. Actually, even managing job advert responses, there can be lots of data that you're trying to wade through. You haven't got time to get them all on the database. Um, you haven't got time to accurately uh, categorize them within the system. And what that means is when you're running search on the local database, you're getting too many results. And if you're getting too many results, there's no easy way to filter that down. Perhaps you've got to go and you're able to progress that with a, um, a, 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 a keyword search or a key term uh, filtering. Now we may be thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe my search terms isn't quite correct. Maybe I don't know my, my sector. My, maybe I don't know all the different ways that candidates can write about them, their, their skills and their CVs. Perhaps candidates can even make uh, spelling errors in their CVs. So if they're missing key, key terms in your search, you're often not finding those candidates. Um, but also you may also get candidates, unsuitable candidates returned just in the way that the, the CRM may be limiting in the way that it's matching and scoring the results to you. Perhaps it's scoring on the number of times uh, a skill is mentioned on the CV or a job title is mentioned on the CV, which means you're getting uh, incorrect search results back. Perhaps you've been searching for a project manager and actually you're getting administrators in there and they've just mentioned I report to the project manager. So um, natural language uh, of the candidate can, can uh, again, affect the results um, in, your, in your database search result. The other thing that will affect us is poor data quality, of course. So if you're not getting candidates in the database in a, in a consistent way and you're categorizing them in the right way, the search isn't going to be very effective. But also one of the other things that recruiters think, look, I've got poor data in the database. It's just a dumping ground. It's just a place for me to process my, 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 my recruitment process. Um, yeah, I, I don't care about the databases, poor data quality is too many duplicates, for example. And all this takes a lot of time um, and just an easy reason for the recruiter just to not uh, search the database. So we actually ran a, a webinar recently. We looked at a poll and we asked our, 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 everyone on the poll, where, where's their thought their, their best source of place candidates were? And in the main, it was look uh, on job board searches because you've got active candidates and also their networks and referrals. Not too surprisingly, if you've got bad data in your ATS, um, 16% of um, people on the part on the webinar thought the database was their best source of candidates. And the potential reasons for that um, is that there is some hindrance in the process. What hinders them? Too many search results, as you mentioned, just too much data to wade through and, and poor data quality. Perhaps you just haven't coded or, or, or you haven't got good candidate data in, in your database and it's old and outdated. The most recent CVE is updated. Lots of reasons. Um, uh, for that, but not unsurprisingly, um, those are the two key uh, main issues. 
So we're going to um, hand over to uh, David to talk about why Dax Research and Match. But if I can just you know, um, summarize that, we're far more powerful than the CRM. Um, we've built over 400 integrations with uh, the leading CRM companies in the world um, to help recruiters um, uh, or, or owners of recruitment businesses uh, yeah, help recruiters overcome some of these challenges with, with, with bad data. And, and, and so they no longer have the, uh, uh, the excuse for not sourcing from the local database. And our technology is built on natural language processing. Um, so we're able to understand the context of the candidates and how they've written about themselves. But also, you don't need to know Boolean. So firstly, um, if you're a junior recruiter, you don't need to know Boolean. You don't need to worry about, yeah, have you missed some of the key terms? And again, if you're using a technology that's helping you uh, build a Boolean query, then that, that's fine. But if you're running that, that Boolean query against the same uh, index, the same engine of the CRM search, you're not going to get any different results. You might be able to identify a couple of extra candidates potentially. But what we're able to do is using our semantic search match technology built with natural language processing is to get the best candidates in front of your recruiters so you can build a much stronger uh, pipeline of candidates and shortlist your clients and respond in a faster way. And you know you can get to your, your uh, shortlist faster your clients, you've got a better chance um, of getting candidates across the line. David, over to you. Cool, yeah, thanks Adrian. Um, so I've got about, uh, Take you through about 10 minutes of demonstration here. We're going to start off with Dax to search to solve some of those initial challenges of getting the best candidate data back fastest. Uh, and then we're going to have a look at our automation tools, which save you time, making sure you've got the right data, the data integrity, and also helps you rebrand the CV. So that I know that's a lot of time wasted doing that as well. And then we should have about a minute just to wrap up. If you do have any questions, please ask them in the chat. Adrian will do his best to answer them. Uh, and if not, you can catch up over the drinks or drop us an email afterwards. So it's content from, from before, but hopefully you can now see it full screen. Uh, this is our uh, search and match solution. So two main ways of querying um, the, the, the sources, either by building a match query off the back of a job description, that's more automated um, and, and builds the query directly off, off that how that job description was written. Uh, and then I'll come back and show you how you can create your own search using natural language searching to get a more precise result. So take you through both of these now. Um, now, typically, you would have this job stored within your CRM, uh, and you would find the job and then click a match button really quickly. Um, what I'm going to do, actually, is just another method. I'm just going to copy the text of this job. I could copy the URL of a website. Again, wherever you've got job data, and just paste that into our interface for it to automatically build a match query off that vacancy. So it's going to pull out the job title of DevOps, um, pull out all the key skills, pull out the, the required experience, as you can do here. Um, and now as the end user, you know, it's defaulted to at least 10 years experience, we can see in the middle there. But again, I can then come in and customize that and edit that if I wanted to. Uh, but also you'll see, and this is where our machine learning is actually quite visible, you'll see we've pulled out the key skills from this job description. But similar to how Autonomy and a few other guys were mentioning earlier, if, if you're constructing this search yourself, you need to know all of these terms all automatically if you're building that out. Whereas using the machine learning, we can build that out for you to say, how else has C-sharp be written on, on a candidate CV? Well, here are all the other variations. And this is learning from our billions of CVs that we've processed since, since we began to find these expansions. And we do that for, for all terms where possible. So that no matter how the candidate writes their description on the CV, we're able to pick them up as long as they're relevant. Uh, this search will also query external databases all in one go. So I'm gonna tick a few generic options here. Again, the ones that you have accounts for is the ones that you would see in here. Um, 
we're not just searching the CV text as well. We can also search the, the, the filters and sorry, filter over structured options as well. So we could select CV library filters, LinkedIn filters, or even your local database filters, things like availability, salary, uh, other key bits of information you might have against the candidate that aren't typically on the CV in the first place. We then run the query and return the results. So I'll come on to the results shortly. I'll just skip ahead, um, save time for, for our searching. So that's how to construct a match query. Very automated, very easy for, for graduate or new recruiters to just click a button. They don't need to know all their subject matter uh, to be able to find that uh, candidate. Now, the second way of querying uh, through, through our system is to construct your own search query. Now, we do support full Boolean if you prefer, um, but we prefer to use natural language processing as it actually understands what the words mean within the CV. So if you were with us earlier, um, the example I used uh, is if you type in the term Microsoft, does this is the system looking for someone that works for Microsoft or has used Microsoft Word or is Microsoft certified? Again, the system doesn't know, it's just looking for that term. Um, Philippe from Aptonomy mentioned Oracle, another great example. Are you looking for Oracle database? Are you looking for Oracle CRM? Again, it can be, I'm sorry, no, the same thing, uh, or, or job title uh, or company name, for example. So lots of different ways the same words can mean different things. That is the nature of language. But again, our indexing helps you understand those. So to show you that, if I type in a term, just project here, what we've done is we've learned from your data sets where you've got the term project across your candidate CV. So where has project appeared as a skill, project management? Where's project appeared as a job title? Qualification, we even uh, categorize industries, um, languages, uh, and, and, and other sections as well. So you can really make sure you get the precise results that you want. And we're gonna feed back from your database how many candidates you actually have. So you can see here, 4,000 people with project management, uh, 2,300 people that have got the job title of project manager. And again, for qualifications. So you can categorize the term. I'm looking for project managers as a job title. So that would be currently at any time they've been a project manager. Now, again, more machine learning from your data here. We're pulling out common skills, other common job titles in order of relevance and also companies. So you can say, where do my project managers work? And we're going to tell you from your database, most of your project managers work at Bank of America. Second most is Capital One. So again, feeding back all the time from the data sets that you have available. I'm going to bring in a skill here, project manager, uh, sorry, agile methodology. Uh, and as you see, when I hover over here, we can actually further manipulate. This is natural language again. So I might have five different skills here. Well, they need to be have five years experience with agile, but only um, two years experience with waterfall, for example. So again, on a per term basis, you can set the experience. And we've learned that from your CVs automatically. Um, Here's again our expansion, as we've talked about before. How else has Agile been represented across the CVs that we processed? There's over 70 different variations there. Uh, and also we can say project manager and Agile or Scrum is what the search is now looking at here. So again, you can build these up. And there's lots more to show you with this, with this interface. Um, so please, please do reach out if you have any more questions about this. You can build your own list and save these companies, etc. And I'm now ready to complete my search. I'll run this through, uh, and we can show you how we've actually scored these candidates, how we've ranked them. So everything you've seen today is helping you build that query, make sure it's going to get return the relevant candidates. But now what order do they come back in? Alphabetical order, useless. You want to see them in relevance order. 
just coming on to our, our sort of final key takeaway for searching and matching, it's the ranking and scoring. So if I look to my local candidates from, from the CRM, um, and I'm going to bring up uh, a couple of candidates and show you the difference. Now, they're all going to be great quality candidates because we've brought back 22 here, so they're all top candidates. But I'll show you the difference. If we load up Carlo, we can actually see, looking at his CV, he has referenced the term project manager once and the term agile once. Now, in most CRMs, that would score quite low because you've only just referenced the term, and that's how a lot of, of search systems actually rank candidates. But we can actually see they've got over 20 years' experience, and it's their current job title. That's how we're looking and scoring the candidates. We're looking at the terminology that's around the term. Are they a project manager, or do they report to a project manager, for example? Big difference there, which a lot of systems cannot pick up. Uh, how much a year's experience do they have? Is it a current skill or, or job title that they're, they're working in? So as a comparison, if I load up Michael here, again, another good scoring candidate, and this is the exact opposite. You can see he's referenced project manager multiple times, but if we actually read down and, and find his, uh, when he first had the role, you can see it was back in 2005 is when he started being a project manager. So five years less experience than the first candidate, albeit he's mentioned it more times. So again, both good candidates, I think you'll agree, but that's how we're able to apply our logic so that going back to the poll, the problem being you get so many candidates back, potentially relevant candidates back. We're using that so you know that the top candidates are going to be the best for that role uh, and, and you can edit and manipulate further there. So just to wrap that up, back to that slide that Adrian was saying, again, it's more powerful than a typical CRM search. Uh, that's what we've spent the last 18 years focusing on, being able to search and match these candidates. Um, you don't need to code candidates, which takes time. You don't need to learn complex Boolean uh, because we're able to, to learn from your data and create that search and match for you and put it in context, which then enables you to identify the best candidates at the top of the list much, much faster. So I've got about two minutes left before a final minute for any questions and just to wrap up, just to focus on our two other flagship products, which are Capture and Styler. So these are automated tools that churn away in the background, loading all of your candidates uh, into the database. Uh, one of the, again, from the poll, we saw um, that people might not trust the data in the database. It might have lots of duplicates. It might not all be in there. Well, again, using the capture system, we continuously load from your websites, from your multi-posters, from your uh, emailed in candidates, wherever you've got this candidate data, directly into your database. And we can also rebrand those, another time waster of manually trying to change these CVs yourself. So captures behind the scenes, as far as your consultants would, would be concerned, you just press a button and, and the CVs on, on the database. So it's even more automated than that. But here's a good idea of the workflow. Candidates come in, we extract all the data, we run a very, very thorough deduplication against the candidates to make sure we're not creating duplicates. Um, and we're also tracking where the CV came from, which consultant has ownership, which job do they apply for through your multi-poster. And that way you can really track the ROI of your, your job boards as well. You can see where most of your placements are coming from. But part of that workflow, you'll see Styler here, and that's what I'd like to demonstrate to you. Uh, it can be completely automated, as this indicates, but also we've built it in to uh, the Word, Word application as well. So you could either press a button, green flag a candidate in your multi-poster, they're in the database, all loaded, tracked, and with a reformatted CV, rebranded CV, ready to send out to your to the hiring manager. Or if you wanted to do it a bit more ad hoc, you can load up a CV in Word, like so. And along the top, you'll see uh, a Daxtra in the ribbon there. 
We can play around with the formatting, keep the bold type, keep or remove pictures, keep or remove contact details, up to you. But I'm just gonna quickly press the button here and we're going to take this CV and convert it into a, a, a new template. So we can add a cover sheet onto the front of that. We can anonymize the candidate. We can add terms and conditions, branding, change the font size, color, style. Uh, we keep the structure the same. We don't try and reorder the CV. That can get very messy, as I'm sure you would appreciate. Um, but again, it's just reducing the time you take there. So here's an example, fairly basic template. Again, picture your template here instead of ours, uh, but we've rebranded it in Word. You can then add in your own consultant's notes or structured details from the CV. And then once I've done that, I'll scroll down and show you. You can see they've anonymized them. We put a Daxra logo in there instead. So thanks for watching that. I'll hand back over to Adrian to wrap up for the last 30 minutes or 30 seconds. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, David. Great, great demo. Thanks, everyone, for, for joining. Um, just to summarize here, look, it doesn't matter how bad the data is in, in your database. We can read it. We can help your recruiters find the candidates, um, take away their excuse. However the candidates written about themselves in the CV, it doesn't matter. Um, we'll still always find the, the, the best uh, results based on the context, how they're written about themselves and their work history. So they've got a good experience work history. They put their qualification, all the basics that a uh, candidate should put on their CV. We, we, we've been hiding this technology over many years. So, um, you know, using Daxter, you're going to be able to automate things much more quicker um, and, and get away from some of the manual processes in, in, in the back end. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, hook us up with any any content or, or emails. We'd, we'd, uh, we'd love, to, love to hear from you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.